Hello everybody, my name is Tayo and we're on the Balance of Play podcast. Um, today with me I have Kunle. And they will meet. We've had him sometimes on podcasts, you know. Um, I have a new guest today, or not a guest, but like, I've always wanted to have him on the podcast. My friend Lee Fako. Hello everyone. Introduce yourself to everybody now. Hi, where is everybody now? <laughs> Fako. Let hey. me hear your voice now. Yes, um, today we are going to talk about um, a topic that for a long time I've always wanted to address. Now, um, we call it um, results and context, um, context rather. Uh, the etymology of this topic. Etymology? Yeah. What does etymology mean? Origin. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, you learn new things yeah, every day. Yeah. <laughs> you learn, you learn yeah, new but, things. But basically, what, what, where, where this came from was the fact that, okay, maybe that was the boiling point, rather, where, where it took it to another level for me. Yesterday, I was watching Nigeria's game, like Kunle himself, I believe he did. Yeah. And... I, I'm, I'm sure many other people watched the game too. But through the course of the game, there was a lot of grumbling, people complaining, uh, people not satisfied with the play of the Eagles and a lot of things. They, there was a lot of complaints. Yeah. And especially the idiot when Cameroon scored the second goal and they were leading us into the second half. And when it got into halftime, there was the heat of that discussion, people getting angry, complaining about how um, Gertro, or is it Gertro or whatever his mm-hmm. name is, uh, uh, had no plan. Nigeria had no uh, pattern to their play. There was no cohesion. There was nothing. So, but then at the end of the day, and I'm sure many people are aware, Nigeria won that game. And suddenly, if you complain about, or if you complain after the result came, about how bad the game was, if you complain about how bad the Gallo was, at least I felt it was bad, people suddenly start telling you that Nigerians are never satisfied. <laughs> you understand? So that, that's, where, that's where this topic is for me. I want us to talk about how people just want to set aside context when the result comes. Yeah, okay. I understand because I experience it every day on Liverpool Twitter. Mm-hmm. Pardon me, because uh, I complain a lot about our style of play and whatnot. But because we won the Champions League, okay, let's take it back to when Barca beat us 3-0 in the first leg. Everybody was saying, no, uh, Klopp has to buy players. We are not doing well. We are going to lose the league by one point because we drew too many games. We are losing the Champions League too because we don't have good enough players. Then the comeback, the comeback happened. We got into the final, won the final, and everybody is praising Klopp right now. He doesn't need to buy anybody. Even if he says that we are going to use a 15-year-old player to play next As season, backup. it doesn't matter because you know he has won the Champions it's League. He's now, he's now a messiah. Same thing happens everywhere. Once the results are not going properly, they are not going well. People complain, they see the issues the team needs to fix, but let them get the results, everybody forgets it. The result is all that matters. And I don't know, I, I feel for you to enjoy football, you need to enjoy everything. The gameplay, not just yeah. if, if if it's just about the results, we can just forget about watching it and and wait for the just results. wait for the result. Go to life scores or and you're whatever happy, you use. And you're happy that your team and, well. and you check the results. I think that's just a problem, yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to say, because, for example, I think Tyo's complaints are special because I feel like even I, before, I even before Ro kicked the ball in this <laughs> African Cup of Nations, yeah, Tyo was already on an anti-Raw context. Anti-Raw thing. It's still about context. Yeah, but the thing is, from perspective, like yesterday, um, I'm all about managers deciding that they want to play a particular brand of football. Mm-hmm. You know, we there's a reason why a manager is paid millions of naira. After anything. No, no, no. I'm saying there's yeah, there's a reason why the manager is paid not even just 
in Nigeria, mm-hmm. everywhere, you pay yeah. thousands of dollars. The There's a reason why you have the experience. Yeah. You make, and there are so many things that go down before mentally in training, what you see, the kind of game you want to play. Mm-hmm. So everyone has that idea. Now, sometimes, because you're making that big call, it's like a person that has, that has to make very, very difficult decisions yeah. each day. Yeah. There are things that you do that will probably kill people. Mm-hmm. Like, every single mistake you make, 20 people mm-hmm. can die. Yeah. And it's the same thing with football. You make a simple mistake, like, let's say you don't bring in a particular player at the right time, you don't and you lose the game. And make the right so you look at yesterday, for example, you had Simon Daddy, and everyone... I'm not the biggest follower of Nigerian football, but a lot of times I watch someone Daddy play. Apparently, Daddy played just one good game for, for Nigeria. When? when no, there was a play? friendly, and then he played a good game. Yes, and since then, Roy has wanted to use him. And then you had Chukweze, that is obviously a very brilliant footballer. Mm-hmm. Roy has made some very questionable decisions, but you have to realize that sometimes it's the manager and it's the one that's been paid the big bucks to do those to make things. decisions. Yes, and if you were. If you were like, if you if you had the skill and the experience, you would be the one managing, not. And you know, you know, and know, you probably can manage sound challenge stars at the, at the point that you. Yeah, are but in but now, you know, so. we, we always get into that point where people just say, eh, "You die as manager, go and take charge of the team now," and okay, make the decisions now. Let's see what you do, how you do. But it's, it's almost like once there are results, in a way, even sometimes when there are no results, so because some people like some managers, they just feel that you should not criticize them, yeah, because they perceive that he's doing the right thing. And of course, there, there are some times that you know that someone is doing the right thing because things take take a process. But I'm I'm probably the biggest follower of Nigerian football in this room. Yeah, I, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So I, I won't be wrong to say that follow this team since this guy took over, and we had a rough patch before he took over. Yeah. We had some inconsistencies. Yeah. With, with the managers were. Yeah. Yeah. He took over at least more than three years now, and I can tell you confidently, very confidently, without fear of uh, contradiction. That this guy has not put in place anything, anything coherent to our play, to a setup, to a system since he took over this team. And what do I mean? Now, in his in his three years plus, he still hasn't figured out his best players, his best team. He doesn't know the best position that probably our most important player in that team should be playing. And I mean Mikel. He, he still made mistake. Of, you know, at the World Cup. I think there was a game he played. Yeah, it was the first game. He played Mikel again behind the striker against Croatia. We lost uh, 2-0, if yeah. I remember. Mourinho was on commentary duties that day, or analysis duty on, I think it was being spot, and he was talking about that game. He was saying that, that he lost a, a, a good controller in Mikel yeah. by putting him up top. You understand? Yeah. And he's the only one that can do that job in the team. So if our, man, if our coach that has been in charge of our national team for more than three years Cannot see Figure something as yeah, yes. Yeah. Cannot see something as clear as that. If you watch our game yesterday, no, but do you consider the fact that okay, maybe Mikel, for example, now goes yes and play. says I want to play. Then our coach is not in charge of the team. But but you have situations like that. No, but, but you can't you can't sense. keep doing Mikhail, it Mikhail when it doesn't work. If you align once, yeah, but Mikel didn't play the last match. He yeah, was injured. He was injured. Yesterday he was, was injured. injured. Yeah, but so he would have played. He would. Ah, who knows? Like who knows? And we are putting behind the striker. Again. <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But you, yeah. you can't play someone that played most of his career as a deep line. Yeah, even if you had any Yeah, and you know the thing is, no, people, people change over time. It's like saying you want to play Ronaldo or as Bill a pure winger or right Bill at left back. It doesn't make sense. Or Messi as a pure winger. So it doesn't make sense. When someone has changed their game, you have to like. And that makes it also special. And you know, if. For example, I'll give you an example now. Let's say in 
you play five aside football mm-hmm. or you play for like a particular team, and then each time they put you as a goalkeeper, mm-hmm. then you now go to where you know. Ah, you I have my out here. Mm. They not say okay, no, I don't want. To, I want to be a striker. Yeah. That's usually. I feel like, and to be fair, you have to realize that NFF. Is it is it NFF? Yeah, it's NFF. It's NFF and and Nigerian football. Mm. There's a there's a whole lot that Patronage goes on system. in the background yeah. that we probably do not understand. Yeah. Now there are a bunch of things that there are probably people on that team that would probably be. There's, they would, that, have, that they would down, have facilitated down their places. Yes, because have, of patronage system that was. And about. a lot of yeah. So there, it's like Mikel, for example. You can't really talk to him and say, "Oh yeah, Mikel." Yeah, but but what I was going to say about this Mikel issue, even if he approached the manager and told him that, okay, I feel I should play here, and okay, out of respect, because he's the captain of the national mm-hmm. team, he's a legend in Niger- yes, Nigerian yeah, football. Yeah. Let's be honest, and you have to respect him. Okay, you play him in that game in a friendly. You play him in three friendlies. And you, if you see after the, and I, I've watched this team, and I've watched the times that Mikel has played behind the striker, mm-hmm. and every time we have been, the team generally has been bad. I suffered for it. You understand? Yeah. Because, Understandable because you're because, thirty years trying to play attacking midfield. I don't know how that works. Because press, in modern football, you can't if you can't press, you can't play that yeah. position. Yeah. Understandable. So so so, and he's our best conductor. This guy is most comfortable we have on the ball. Is mm-hmm. is the, the best passer on, of the ball that we have. So what do you do? You play someone like him deep. Let him conduct play. He's, he's more comfortable to receive the ball from defenders than anybody we have in that yeah. team. You, you understand what I'm saying? He has, he has, he has, he has everything that things. to play deep. And our coach, our manager, played him behind the striker. And the third game where he was experimenting, he took atomic players like five. Mm. And there was still nothing to see that, okay, there, this is a plan. This is what you're trying to do. Yeah. The third game in the tournament, when you've won your first two games, probably one of the most important. Because then you're seeing the fringe players, you're trying to look at what they can contribute. Yeah. You're trying to see what someone else can bring that will change your style and uh, help you develop play and all of that. Mm-hmm. But we watched the game against Madagascar and we struggled terribly. Terribly. Do you understand? No, I feel like throughout the entire tournament, I've watched, I've watched the, the, the yeah, games. But you, you can't I don't think we've played any good game. But you can give the excuse that first two games, there could be jitters. Yeah, yeah, be, yeah. yeah. But even from the friendlies, like you could see that, they, I think the biggest problem with Nigerian football Maybe, maybe because the Nigerian football we've been used to has always been rural to the answer. Mm-hmm. It's always been one way or the other. Someone just scores. We don't play beautiful football. Yeah. Yes. It's like, so, you know, we no, don't but, really but even, but even in the... You didn't, play, you didn't watch Nigeria in the 90s. No, no, no. no. I watched Nigeria in the 90s. Used to. No, no, that, no, 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 I watched no, no, no. Nigeria in the 90s. I started watched watching them, since 98, probably. They're already even going down by that time. No, it's... The early 94 Eagles. I watched... Okay, yes. I watched 96. The 96... See. What do you call that thing? Was it not Atlanta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Atlanta. Atlanta was 96. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that. That we came back. We won yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but that's even like out of the... This, we're not even talking generally play and all of that. I'm trying to... Um, what's the word now? Amplify the fact that fans or like the generality of fans now react... Oh, they're always very um, apprehensive of the fact that you keep criticizing. You keep criticizing even when there is victory. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. Like nobody wants to accept that even in victory, there are things that you should pick no, but out. That's, but we're still saying the same yeah, thing. Yeah, and I feel that even because to the, an extent, Nigerian journalists are culpable in this thing. Yes, because yeah, nobody says, all of them are. Yeah. Me, you, if you watch, if you saw most of the reports yesterday after that game, you'd hardly see anybody talking about how terrible we were that uh, or yesterday. Or was. Yeah. Or how terrible Igalo was because he scored to go. Iwobi was not, it was almost 
non existent in that game for Elatio. Yeah. He scored the winner. Yeah. And, and then, sorry, all these yeah, things yeah, are forgiven. Yeah, yeah. And then they were putting him as man of the match. Yeah, I, I think I was listening to Ed, um, Ed, Ed Dove or whatever, this goal guy, goal.com guy. Oh, okay. And he was talking about uh, that being possibly Iwobi's best uh, performance. And, uh, performance. And, and that's why there is hardly ever improvement. Thank because you. Because no. they don't criticize him in victory. And that's that's what we're even saying. Like, they don't criticize him. Nigerian football is a guru to the answer thing. We just accept anything. There was, I think the only time that I know Nigerian football, like the way we played was kind of impressive was... Don't see on the tournament. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, actually, there was one on the tournament that if we actually played beautifully. On the 20 with um, Mikel's time. And then also, but that's besides the point. I mean, the African Cup of Nations 2013. We had did a good you, run. Did you play beautiful? Yeah, we I did. Nations Cup. Let me tell you. We did, we did play. There was Our, the match against Mali, yeah. <laughs> that was when Nigeria reached that point where they actually felt they could win the uh, Nations Cup. There was, Let we me played very something. beautiful football. Well, first game in that tournament, we drew 1 1 with Zambia. No, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, we were terrible. In the first game, yeah, I think who did we play next? Uh, ah, oh my god, I'm, I, I'm, I'm forgetting now. But uh, we shall have made it out of the group without convincing anybody. Next game, I think we won one zero, and yeah. it was it was someone that it was a team that a, a country <laughs> of our stature should beat. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I was still struggling to beat them. We shall have made it out of the group. The turning point was beating Ivory Coast. Yeah, because. And you know that when Nigeria is under pressure, yeah. they do well. Yeah. Trust me. When they have to play the big boys. And that's why that Cameroon game yesterday. Fako, if you remember, I told you. I told you that we were going to beat them. Even because I felt Cameroon were terrible too. Mm-hmm. And they don't have a good coach too. Instead of... Yeah, even, even yesterday, that was one thing I wanted to even say about, like, about Nigeria and um, about African football. Because you saw, I think at some point in time, Eto was dishing out instructions. <laughs> This is the Cameroon players. Wow, he went descend. down. Yeah, he kind of descended at some point now. Oh, and, and went close to yeah, and the then, dugouts. Yes. Yeah, and then those players were... And it was close to dugouts. Yeah, those players were giving out... Like, the, the, the ex-players were giving out instructions to players. At that point in time, like, you're wondering, like... Um, who's in charge? Who's in charge? Who's in charge? Yeah, charge? Yeah. You understand? As much as you are a... You're a legend. No, you're a legend. You're, there's, like, you can't be telling players what... You should leave people to do their jobs now. It's just like... So, um, literally what I'm saying. But at the point in time, nobody can tell her to anything in that place. Because that can probably buy... Mm-hmm. Can buy all of them and he has so much influence. Yeah, he can get seed off sacked and whatnot. Of yeah, course. certainly. Can and that's, get and that's the problem. So it's it's more or less so, you have so a lot it, of they they want to move back to the FAs because then there's no structure. Mm-hmm. There's no structure. Suddenly yesterday you're already saying stuff like um um the match. I know they give them uh, win bonuses and all of that. Yeah, I think someone promised them twenty thousand dollars or something the, like that. And I think the. Cumulation rating um, was like seven hundred something thousand dollars. Ito, Benedict, Ito, Ito, whatever they call it. But then that's even that thing that we can even talk about on its own. But the biggest issue is why? Why do fans, especially Nigerian fans, I, I notice it every time I watch Nigeria's games. If you're in a viewing center and you're watching Nigeria's game and someone is doing rubbish and you complain and say, "What has our coach told these boys?" We're leading the game late on, or we're leading the game early, and we're already sitting back. Why are we sitting back? What's the what's the plan now? Are we mm-hmm. trying to defend the lead from like the first the first ten minutes, or we are into a game like it's fifty minutes and nobody's sitting back, nobody no there are no substitutions to at least show up things. You understand? And when you start asking those questions, the the the, the next um, the response you get is you do they complain? Nigerians know they they satisfy. No, you know like, what? You know what? Right you know what? Demand. Let me tell you. This, and this is just going off the topic and off brand, but Nigerians are. There's already too much problem. You just take the victory that you can get. Pleasure in it. You just take. You just take the little victory you can get. And football is like a get. It's a getaway. 
people here. Like yesterday, it was like you could see there's always that palpable fear, and it's like palpable fear. Is it palpable? Yeah, yeah, palpable, palpable fear. Well, but it's it. it's more like you are you're already scared yeah. that like, ah Nigeria is going to come and disappoint me again. Yeah, yeah. yeah then already. when then when you actually get the victory, you're, yeah, you're satisfied. Okay, yeah. You're, like, satisfied yeah, yeah, you're satisfied. Satisfaction yeah, it's just you. like you're content. And the way that's why I said is we rule to the answer question. It's more like okay, how did we, nobody wants to how did we win? Mm-hmm. It's just you won a win. But I don't think I don't think I was guilty of this. And this is why this is why this is why to be fair. I don't I don't watch, I don't watch nation like the national teams play because I don't feel like it's usually not beautiful football. Yeah, because they don't have enough time. Yeah, they don't have enough time to be to be together to be coercive. But but if you have a three year period too, and you've been inviting the same pool of players, no, no. But what I'm saying is, you at least see. I can't remember the last time Nigeria played a game and you're like. Wow. wow, this game. This guy's really bored. You know, if I you're remember. watching Chelsea play... I can't remember, though. What year? I do, I can't remember. What year was it? We were 4-0, like, um, about a year ago. I think, uh, yeah. World Cup qualifier. The fact okay. that I was even in Uyo, I'm wondering how the game even went. No, Uyo was the stadium. We've been using for a while. Okay. So it's like... Business, I mean, or whatever it's called. like you have Best a... Champions. You have a situation where the... Where the... They don't really play... You're not known for their best football. So nobody's coming here to come and see you do. Like, nobody's coming to come and watch Nigeria because they want to see Nigeria do. But we didn't watch the South African game yesterday. But I watched it in, in patches. I watched it. And I watched, watched and it. And I saw what they and, did. Uh, calm down. Let me even explain something to you. South Africa, and I'm saying confidently on the podcast now, I know a great footballing nation. They will never be a great footballing nation. <laughs> yes, it's true. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not apologizing for anything I'm saying. But then, if you watch that game yesterday, yeah. You will see that there was a plan. They, it didn't have to be beautiful. Do you understand? They, they were do, raining... you know, do you know South Africa, please? That's why I'm telling you that. See, South Africa, South African football that I watch. Mm. I'm not do talking you, about their league. No, 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 no. Do you watch their league? I, I, don't, I don't. I'm not asked to. If watch you, it. No, no. I'm saying if you watch their league and you watch the way the South African team plays, because mm. it's literally the same people. So, no, it is. They don't, they don't really they have get them from like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they don't really get have them mostly from like that. League, yeah. So, they play beautiful football, but the problem South Africa has, South African football has always had. Continuous. Has been the final product. <laughs> they can play actually, and display. Actually, and and it's, the it's all and, yes, mm-hmm. it's all use Pesita to dribble. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's all it's and all um, over the top of the. Back. There's probably one thing that is missing. So let's say they don't have a striker that is clinical. Yeah, but they had the resilience and everything yesterday. No, no, and no. the play. Wait, did you watch them against them? What team was that? What who is their striker now? Sort of striker. One Motiba guy like this. Yeah, but then if you look at Motiba and then you probably compare him with Igalo. I don't yeah, think you would get are, the same. Their words are passed. Yes, Ow. you get. Ow. People not Gallo is, Gallo is, Gallo is as useless as anything. No, no, no. no. I'm saying even, even, even as useless as Gallo is here. I'm it's saying that you get a South African striker. I don't think so. I don't know that guy much, but I, I, it can't be that bad. Well, this is subjective, are, so I'm not even going to... If you are worse than Igalo, you should not be playing for any national <laughs> I team. I would say if you are worse than Igalo. Igalo has played in England. That's what I'm saying. And Igalo is... Igalo has touches of brilliance. Yeah, you understand. If you saw Igalo's finish yesterday... Not the first goal, the I second know, one. Anybody would have finished that team. No. Once you can control it, no, 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 no. forget. Anybody would have finished that team. Hello, That's I mean, why I, I didn't want to give him a number of The only thing I was going to give him credit for yesterday. That would have missed that ball and done nonsense. The only thing I would have given him credit for yesterday was that pass to Iwobi. Because it was well thought out. He knew what and he was doing. Like, like everything was Iwobi, like everything Iwobi does, especially with Watford. Iwobi has one or two. Sorry, Igalo. 
He has one or two minutes of brilliance mm-hmm. and he turns the game on his head. Yeah. He has always been tired. You can't think about a team that is brilliant. Can you see? This is what this is the problem I have because <laughs> it's it's like it's like you have to you have to have constructive conversations, you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're if you're saying um you have a striker that obviously who is our best striker right now? Nigeria. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? And you have players that are actually great. Wait, what position does uh, this guy play? Oyoko. Oyoko, he plays as a winger now. He plays as a winger oh, now. He's a winger, but he can play as a striker though. But the strikers that we brought, the strikers that we even have as a country. This guy has mm-hmm. not tried Osimhen in this tournament. Igalo. He has not tried Oyoko at all. Igalo is probably the the one that we can see. Yeah, and you cannot say it's that bad. Yeah. So literally, I'm saying that it takes, he has two, three games where like he just does one minute and mm-hmm. then he's good. Man, what may I feel is, in his time, again. in his moment, he will score the goal. Yes, and yeah. he get he has the number numbers to back it up. To be honest, to back at least two. Yeah. To back. And he has taken us out of he has taken us out of sticky situations more than once in this oh, tournament. Mm-hmm. First game it was him. Time, yeah. yeah. That first game it was brilliant. That is goal. But beyond that. Yeah, well, it's not. Yeah, but we're still saying the same thing. So sometimes and sometimes the strikers, like I said, you need those players that will mm. take you out of. There's always a big difference. You can play all the beautiful football in the world, like Arsenal, Maybe and then your striker, like, a, your, yeah. your striker is it. Your striker is it. But you know, there's dickhead. a limit to someone just taking out of the mess will get you. And Nigerians have ex- high expectations for our team. Even Cameroon. We are going to any tournament. Nigerians expect not the World Cup though. But we are going to this Nations Cup especially. Mm-hmm. Over the years, I followed these tournaments for a long time now, and every time Nigerians expect this team to go far. And over a period of like um, three, four tournaments, we win every semi final at some point in the early 2000s. Yeah. Now, over the last few years now, we've not been getting far. So we've not even been going to the tournaments, we've not been qualified. I don't think we've not been there in the yes, last two. The last two tournaments, we're not, we not there. Yeah. So basically, and now Nigeria still expects this team, they still have high expectations for this team to win no, but, tournaments. No, but deep you down. So if, if you have these high expectations, then you should demand. No, deep down, the football deep down in your mind. And the yeah. plan and the structure that will deep win down this in your mind, Shouldn't you? Deep down in your mind, you know that, that the, the team isn't good enough. No, I believe this team is good enough. I believe this I, is I one of our team most is good talented enough. crop that we've had in a long I believe, time. No, I don't believe. I think we have. I think I in, in a few years. In a few years, I feel like with the with the people that we have, we have online now, we have those people at the back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is yeah, probably one no, of the most talented players. I feel like, but we've still not. We've still not balanced it. Because of injury. We still have balanced it to right the point now, where, like, the fact that Mikel is still there is a little bit. Yeah, yeah. See, you know, yeah, you know, for me, yeah, for me, yeah, you know, Nigerians always say one thing about uh, Nigeria not replacing the coach and all of that, <laughs> and I always beg to differ in a way because we took a, I don't know, we don't need to have a player as skillful as him and all of that to play effective football, mm-hmm. but at the moment, I think if Mikel retires next year, before Nigeria will be able to, if we don't replace him, uh, replace him immediately, and. And 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 get someone that can do what he does, the kind of uh, ability that he has to hold up play, yeah, to I control feel, the game. I feel like there are too, so too many Nigerian players right now that think beautiful football. Where? I don't want. To, I I don't want. I to think we have into, a lot of good talent. No, no, no. That's why I'm not saying because through last year, you there were a lot of Nigerians doing amazing. One games. of them has not even played a minute at this tournament because that's our coach was That's the point I'm making. And he fancies Moses. Yes, Simon and Daddy. A, a lot of these players, a lot of these players are not playing because. There's a I, I feel like with Nigerian football, there was there, there was a guy they were supposed to call that they didn't call. Who's that? A young guy. Too crazy now. That there was, was, it was, was one that yes, and he brought him in after someone. He brought him because he wanted to please the Nigerian media. Oh, okay, yes. Yes, now that's they, why they, he was they, they said he was, they said he was young. They wanted to throw him so, to under twenty one. Yes, they wanted to throw him to. Can that's the point I'm making that 
So it's things like that. That's that I'm telling you, that this is a coach that doesn't even know Three plus years, we are still on Tyre, this Do you think he was the one that would have made that decision? To bring the boy? To tell him not to come? I don't know, but you don't understand. If you're a coach that knows your team and you know the needs that you, that you have, you know the positions that you need to fill up certain, with certain type of profile of player. You understand what I'm saying? You demand that this boy comes to this nation. Yes, and then someone that, in the and, NFF and will go and tell him, guy, this NFF want, can't do anything No, I'm just man. telling you, someone in the NFF, I did not want paying him. Someone in the NFF will tell him that this boy him. is too young. And they will still sack him this after his nation. He still has time. No, what does he want to come and let him go? It's not Nigeria that we're mm-hmm. in. They'll use age for him see, and tell him that he's too young. This one, I've followed Raw for a long time. So this one is insistent on playing certain players. You think that a 23-man list will come from a Nigerian coach and no... People don't have input. See, see, let's stop talking about these things that we cannot substantiate. Let's, maybe they will let's submit, pin this thing maybe down they will to submit the list to the presidency first before they... they Who knows? I, they when I was watching football <laughs> yesterday, one guy said it was quota system that they used to call the Spygoose players. I, I was just looking at him that, you know what you're saying? Over more than a decade now, most of the team has been filled with most of the people from the East. Yes, yeah. And we know that they are probably some of the most talented in the country. Mm-hmm. And we don't care because we want to watch our team with good players. We don't care about... Matter. You understand? No, no, no. It's I, just I, know, I, I understand yeah. what you're saying. That You're suggesting that some things could be going on in the background that we don't know. But then, what we, what we do know and what we've seen so far, Raw is copyable and he has to go after this tournament. Even if we win. So yes. Do you, think, do you think they will let him go? He qualified us for the World, World Cup, Cup oh Nations Cup. There's a, there's a high chance we are going to be in the semi final. And it seems like so, even, I don't like this context. Even, that I, even, even, I need this man to go. And then you realize that the guys even chummy well, with the media. We are saying the same thing. You said people are satisfied with the results, and he's getting the results. So mm. why do you think they are going to sack him? Uh, that's why I'm even saying, and he's chummy with the media. Because, like because, because, wait, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, in some when there's a structure to an FA, and I feel everything starts from the from from the top level, the glass house, or whatever you want to call it. Okay, we're going to round up very soon. But then, I think, first, you have to identify what manner of way you want your team to play. And everything has to be organic to achieve results at the end. And Not you, just results immediately. Do you think, do you think Pinnacle, uh, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, do you think he, he knows that how he wants to But then we have a problem if he doesn't have... Because if uh, even, have even, if the, even if you watch the youth teams, they don't play the way the square goes play. They play better, yeah. yeah some do they play, play better? better? So you, you have, to get, you have to get coaches that they have the same philosophy. If you watch Spain's under 21, under 19, yeah, even, they are, even they same, are women's the teams, they play the same way. Because let me, to, let me just tell you one simple fact. So there's, there's a culture. If you, want, if you want good football, so mm-hmm. if you want good football, there's no reason why Musa should be playing. Obviously. Yes. And it's, it's more or less, Musa has a direct approach to football. See, Musa that's has, why I say like our game, a, our has, game is has a non-existence approach. In fact, a lot of, that's why I say that a lot of our players is tomorrow now we can play South Africa and then Musa comes and we'll he does South one Africa, thing. We score two goals and he does yeah. one yeah. Yeah. two goals and we forget that everybody. Like, like what he did at the World Cup. Yes, yes. Iceland, and yeah. how terrible. And you know what was the only thing at that World Cup? <laughs> Yesterday, some people were calling for Moses. I prayed for Moses to retire and he retired. Some people, some people were praying for Moses so to come back. Situations like that. That's why I'm saying that Nigerian football is more or less. We'll it's just it's most more or less yes let's oh, see so how. I'm just concluding that Omanzi um, was Omanzi um, was even saying it yesterday now that ah Nigeria does not play good football. That you was complaining about the manager now. I saw your tweets now. Yeah, because you watch other so, teams play. But at the end of the day, what you are saying is that I should just give up and admit no, that. You, you can't and accept that you and accept that and accept that. You know that when results come, <laughs> this is the way we play. We celebrate <laughs> when they don't yesterday, come. Yesterday, let me tell you the truth. We yesterday, decide. people were already saying, ah, why this guy could play. This, they already got him out for not playing too crazy now. Do you understand? They already got him on later. So we were now trying to uh, rationalize that and, and by say saying what? that we needed him on later. And what people, so, and, and what people yeah. were now saying is... This camera was serious oh. yesterday. 
That is, if they were serious, if we had met Senegalese yesterday, Nigeria was playing up balls against top people. somewhere that uh, he plays uh, Simon because he can transfer. Yeah, yeah so what was he tracking back for? Tracking back for where? With no structure, nothing. See, yeah, I agree with you. The coach has to go, but you know the mentality is that once you are winning, you are doing well. And, 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 and that's should not be like that. Yeah, it shouldn't be like that, but it's like that. So it's something we cannot change. Sad. On, until you get to a position to be able to change it. Oh. You, can only, you can only criticize and hope for the best. Right? And hope that some people don't try to shut you up while you are criticizing. Like Liverpool fans that will block you. And <laughs> <laughs> they say or Chelsea fans. fans. You, you oh don't my support God. the team. Yeah, I've, I've suffered with things like Just that. Just fans. But then, um, guys, that's where we're in the podcast today. We just wanted to brush up on this, on people's hypocrisy generally and how you don't want to. It's true, people are hypocrites, let me say it. But basically, it's how people just want to accept. Just accept the results when the results come and criticize when there are no results. And it shouldn't be like that. It should always be a context to things and all of that. So should be consistent and all. Yeah, yeah. And and please demand more and more and more from this uh, coach till he finishes this tournament and retires or resigns. And let us be with our team and so that we enjoy this team again. Some of us. We've not been enjoying for more than three years now. So peace.